This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? future. future. Welcome to the Think Future Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Halabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, the innovation capital of the world. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Let's see what show number it is here. Check my numbers here. It is show number 94. And if you've heard the news recently, if you've been watching the news recently, I try not to stay too close to the news because I find it kind of depressing. And uh, (laughs) uh, you'll note that many pundits and investors, ranging from the ever-popular George Soros, very unpopular in some quarters, very popular in others, to uh, Christian Lagarde, Christine Lagarde, to various analysts from various banks and investment companies, have basically said that, uh uh-oh, a recession worse than 2008 is on its way this year, that's 2016, folks, and just in time for the U.S. elections. Isn't that handy? Anyone with money in the stock market has seen the thrashing of the Chinese markets. Anyone with any holdings in the market has seen very steep drops in their stock prices. I mean, have you seen what LinkedIn hit? LinkedIn took like a 40-50% hit. Fitbit had a 46% hit. Even Weight Watchers took a 51% hit. I mean, Weight Watchers? January is the month for Weight Watchers. When the hell else are you going to join Weight Watchers other than in January? I mean, don't even get me started on oil and gas. It's great that, from my perspective, that oil and gas is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I mean, the other day, I was driving around, and I saw it below $2 a gallon. Below $2 a gallon. Last time I saw it below $2 a gallon, I can't remember. That was must have been pre-Obama, pre-Bush, when it was below $2 a gallon here in, in California. So... Let's assume that all signs point to a recession this year. CFOs everywhere are going, okay, it's time for me to go to work. Let me sharpen my pencil. Stick in that electric sharpener. Or <laughs> do, still, do they still use pencils? Probably not. Fire up their spreadsheets. Excel's going on overdrive or kick out their SAP reports to see where they can cut. How can we cut? That's the first thing people think of. It's the easiest thing to do. Just cut costs, right? Just cut costs. You know, but everyone knows cutting costs is not the answer. I mean, everyone knows that for long-term growth, cutting costs is not the answer. You have to do the opposite. You have to grow your business. 
I mean, letting people go and then loading up your leftover staff with more and more work, how's that going to help? <laughs> now, I'm familiar with some of the more mercenary companies out there. They use this time to strike the fear of layoffs into their employees, forcing them to work longer and harder and under more stress. I have a, n- a number of people I know who work in corporate life who are like, dude, man, I am under so much stress. I'm working so damn hard. But, hey, you know, (laughs) cutting costs for these guys is the quickest and easiest thing to do to make things look better. I mean, they're not really any better. Are they really any better? Because that's typical response, cost cutting. Of course, the problem is that these CFOs, they're up there with a machete. I mean, this is, do you remember this is, um, it's hearkening back to, uh, I believe it was the Obama, uh, oh, was it? I forget that debate. There was a debate when they were talking about, on the one hand, we were talking about doing wholesale cuts to spending, and on the other side, we don't need a machete, we need a scalpel. We need to get in there with a scalpel and cut with a scalpel. Of course, when it comes to the federal government, I would say machete is probably a good idea, but when it comes to your enterprise, you don't need a machete because when you use a machete, you lose things that could help you grow your business. When I I was working for a company once, I was taken over. It was acquired, and we knew that there were going to be some layoffs in the future, in the near future. And we were in a office building, three floors. This is when I worked in the IT department. So we had the 13th floor, the full floor, the 12th floor, the full floor, and the 11th floor. We had a part of the 11th floor, and the 11th floor was where I worked. I was in the IT department with the 11th floor people, and we had, uh, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the floor. And uh, I remember one day I was sitting in my cube. Boss comes by and says, don't go upstairs. And I said, why? He goes, today's the day. I'm like, oh, right, today's the day. And I go, well, what's it like? And he goes, there's people walking around crying, holding boxes. It's a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath, I tell you. It's horrible. Don't go up there. Don't go up there unless you have to. Here's the list of people we have to lock out of the system. And it was a long list, let me tell you. Probably about 50 to 60% of the staff upstairs was being let go. So as I worked on locking them all out of the system, I thought to myself, oh man, this is horrible. (laughs) Of course, what they'd done is that they'd taken that machete and they lopped off so much that all the mailroom staff was gone. So mail started piling up and piling up and piling up. There was nobody to move the mail. So they eventually had to start hiring some people back. (laughs) See, what, what you need... You don't need a machete in these cases. You need your 1,000 employees, 10,000 employees with scalpels. They'll be a lot more effective than a CEO with a machete. And here's my problem. What's the first to go? Anything speculative. Anything innovative. Anything which doesn't contribute to the bottom line immediately. At least that's their perception of what doesn't contribute to the bottom line immediately. 
But when the times are tough, when things are like this, when we're looking at an uncertain future, this is the absolute perfect time to run an internal crowdsourced innovation program. Because you've got this huge number of employees who are invested in your company, whether in time or money, and they want to see you survive. It's in their best interest to see your company survive. So if you go out to your employees and say, here's the challenge. Come up with creative ways to grow the business, and if you've got an idea, cut costs as well. There's so many ways this helps. One, you involve your employees deeply in the growth process. As I mentioned before, and growing through innovation, it's, growth is everyone's business. If they're loyal to you, be loyal to them and give them the opportunity to help grow the business, no matter who they are. You'll get some really good ideas from some unlikely quarters. You'll get new ideas on making things more efficient, reducing costs, and you'll also get ideas on new products and services you can sell. I mean, maybe it's a little incremental innovation to what you already have out there, but maybe it'll be a huge piece of growth. Maybe there's an additional service that you can add on at marginal cost but that brings you back a ton of cash. But you may not know what that is because it's hiding in some guy's brain off in some remote office. And if you implement these ideas, you implement them vocally and well, and they work, and you look great across the board, inside and out. Think of it as an internal, crowdsourced, problem-solving program, not innovation. Your problem is growth. Your problem is cost-cutting. And it's your people who can solve it. All you need to do is ask them to. You know, it's the courageous company that understands that when recession hits, cutting is not the answer. When a recession hits, it's time to grow, not shrink. And the best people to help you grow are already working for you. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future. future.